Who would win in a fight? King Kong or Godzilla? Thankfully, a little-known documentary called Godzilla vs. Kong answers this very question. We are Was It Good? And my name is Ravi. I'm here with my brothers, Krishna and Arjuna, and our producer, Mr. Michael, is over yonder. So let's begin. Wow, that was that was very concise. It's better well than done. better well than done. my practice run where yeah, I was yeah. doing five different. Well, accents. I don't know. I liked your practice run it quite a quite a lot. Yeah, it was. No, it was. You should do, you should do that. You should do a voice for the intros. When we're done, I'll redo the intro. Okay, separate. No, I'm not going to. Should do it live. We've got a lot to discuss. There's do a we? bunch of things. <laughs> Beyond Godzilla vs. Kong, we're also going to be talking Falcon Winter Soldier, also reacting to the brand new Loki trailer. So there's a lot. And, you know, I'm very, I like to keep these things short. I don't believe you do a terrible 60 job minute that. plus podcast, wow. even though we the majority hit 60. Yeah, I know. With Regardless of whatever we try, we always hit 60. Well, let's try. Let's try. <laughs> let's right. have a good, solid 45 minute conversation. Okay. All right, it's going right. to be. Let's start about, let's start with Godzilla vs. Kong. Okay. Here we go. I want to start with the positive. So yeah, and that is a good positive. Now to the <laughs> Does anyone have yes. anything positive to say about yes. this movie? Yeah. yeah, there's definitely some positive. It was a fun fucking monster movie. Let's not forget what this is. Sure. It's a monster movie. The very fact that you have two giant things, titans, if you will, beating the shit out of each other, and then a giant robot. Right, it lends itself to a certain Mecha Godzilla. Mecha Godzilla. It lends itself to a certain aesthetic. Yes. Right, and I think the movie captured that aesthetic perfectly. It is supposed to be over the top and ridiculous, and did that in spades. And I thought that was a I was in, I was enjoyed, and it was I was enjoyed. I was I was enjoyed. Mecha Godzilla. I was enjoyed, enjoyed by me. It. I was enjoyed by it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was enjoyed by it. I was, yeah. well, that's a social clip. My English just <laughs> failed me so hard. But yeah, no, I, I thought it was. I thought it was great. I liked the last one too. So. Can we just point out Krishna's yeah. um, failure to use the English language appropriately and properly here? Isn't because he's so hyped about the music. He is lying so hard through his teeth. <laughs> his brain is literally melting. No, actually, it's um, when I'm telling the truth is when English fails me. Uh, this is a, this is well documented. So I will say there. Are, I now have two positives for the movie. My first positive is Christian's reaction to the movie. <laughs> that was certainly beautiful, a positive beautiful. to to get the. Uh, he was enjoyed by it. <laughs> certain, like honestly, big positive. Really, you know, really adds to the movie. And the second is you know the the fight sequences were really cool and really fun, and you know part of the problem potentially with the movie was there wasn't enough of that for me. Hmm. I, would I could s- get behind that. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna like say more this. fights. Yeah, the fight sequences were average to somewhat disappointing. Some of the camera angles that they decide to use during the fight sequences felt very um, video game esque. What you would expect from that weird Gundam game that has a there's a, it's like a Gundam. It's for, it was for the PS3. And they had these low shots moving up when you're fighting. And to me, what that does is it takes away from the size and the feeling of these monsters and makes it feel like two regular people fighting or, you know, two people wearing costumes fighting each other. I wasn't super thrilled with the the fight sequences. Interesting. I thought they were kind of just 
cool CGI is a thing that we do. It was good CGI. I mean, it, on Godzilla, like in terms of their really physical good. attributes, the fur, the scales, beautiful. Hong Kong? Hong Kong? King Kong? Hong Kong? No, Hong Kong. Oh, oh Hong Kong. The, okay, okay. the last sequence, <laughs> the last fight <laughs> sequence yeah. takes place in Hong Kong. Right, right. And that city <laughs> just, it's a, it is a neon lit city. Yeah. But, you know, a little too bright for my taste. I will say one of the, th- the one of the things I was most interested by is like in the whole Hong Kong sequence, <laughs> Kong and Godzilla are fighting for a significant amount of time. So long, in fact, that it goes from like night to day. But there are still people around and they haven't evacuated the area. I did find that. There are two titans fighting. You're never going to see that again in your life. Well, so you in this world, I guess in this world you do. You but see also, that every Tuesday. But... I just ah. find that funny. Like, people were still in the building, like, just working. People, like, in the morning were, like, going for their walks around the town. I'm like, but, but they've been right there. I guess I miss, <laughs> I, I guess I missed that. But that would have been, that would have been fantastic. That's fantastic. I, I, I like I want to say, you know. It just it lends itself to, I think, the moral of the movie. The moral of the movie, clearly. Humans suck? Is that um, uh, bigger is better. Real quick, though, on the evacuation of the city, I mean, this... This is basically the fault of Lance uh, Reddick, Reddick's character and Kyle Chandler's character, who are both, you know, on screen for a total oh, of characters. Yeah, for a total of two to three minutes together. Uh, their job was to evacuate the city. Clearly, they suck at their job. But towards Juno's point of like, why the fuck are you still in the city when these two monsters <laughs> are there? We know this world knows. Sure. There are gigantic monsters. A couple a year ago, or whenever the last movie takes place, five years. The world was almost destroyed by all these fucking monsters. So you wouldn't, like, risk it, right? Like, you would be like, okay, I'm I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm not going to stay there. Plus, they have early warning systems galore in place. They also show they have the evacuation, like, underground stuff, I think. Yeah. Like, I think there's a quick shot where it's like, here's the Titan evacuation Similar to, like, Pacific Rim. But it's just it was just so funny to see, just like, maybe people, people in the park, like, walking around, like, oh, this this fight hasn't been going on for hours. Like, oh, I thought they were done. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to take my dog for a walk. You know, tying this back to the real world. So a couple of days ago, we were uh, some of us were awoken in Los Angeles by oh, yes. two earthquakes. And whenever there's That's an fun. earthquake in L.A., there are two types of people that go on Twitter and say things. One, which is like, oh, my God, there was an earthquake, and I'm letting you know that I felt it. So we all know that there was an earthquake. And then there's the jackass that's like, oh, it's a 4.0. I didn't even get out of bed. Motherfucker, when that hits, when you feel it, you don't know what it is on the scale. For sure. You go and you take shelter. You don't go on Twitter and say, <laughs> look at me. I've lived I've, here. I've, I've lived, lived here. here so fucking long. I've lived here all my life. I've got big giant balls of steel, and nothing scares me. The, 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 shut the fuck those up. are the same fucking people that were in Hong Kong when Godzilla and fucking Kong were fighting. <laughs> They're like, fuck. Oh, I've been here so long. I've seen it all. Yeah, we, I we, can go walk we, my dog. We, we've seen monster. Like, come on, this is the fucking monster idiots. capital of the world. Seriously, <laughs> I, I commend their bravery. So, we obviously talked about the very few positive, almost no positives of this amazing film. In your uh, opinion. My qualified personal opinion. <laughs> You're not verified yet. What? Continuing our Juno's kind of uh, look at, you know, the silly things or the dumb things that we notice in this film. Obviously, there was a slew of new characters introduced, a slew of old characters kind of brought back. Who Who would you say was to you the most useless and most pointless and just silliest character Can I there? go first? Oh, of course. Go ahead. All of them. 
Beautiful. <laughs> Every single you. human part of this movie <laughs> was pointless, useless, and you could have cut out the movie and it would have been a hundred times better. In fact, take that out. It's about what, like forty five minutes of monster fighting. Just double that, and I will see that movie. And yeah. I would guarantee it's better <laughs> than what we got. Like the the human stuff. Who gives a fuck about them? You don't need them. They don't add anything. I get what you're trying to do. You're trying to humanize the story and whatever. You didn't do it well. It was bad. It was shit. Keep it on Godzilla and Kong, right? And just have them hate each other and fight and like do something different and cool. And that would have been that's interesting. It's interesting that you say that because I feel like the last movie with uh, Ghidorah um, had a lot more human stuff in it, and I feel like this one they sort of tried to keep it because and also it helps that you have two like main character monsters. And uh, so I thought I wasn't overwhelmed by the the human stupidity because it seemed to be less than last time. But if there was one character that I was confused, like why they were there, I guess it was the dad. Um, <laughs> I just didn't. Good old Kyle. He was there at the beginning. Mark Russell was um, the character. Right, right. Uh, he was at the beginning, and then he was uh, there at the very end. Um, happy to see his daughter. His best line in the movie was, Billy Bobby we Brown. don't know why Godzilla is provoked. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, he didn't know. But, you know, I'm sure other people did. I mean, in true monster movie fashion, you have all these characters running around screaming the plot of the movie to allow you, the audience, to know what's happening. But again, you know, if you're you're using these two gigantic monsters, like, I think, to Arjuna's point, you you could have eased... The story could go and do its thing, right, without a lot of human, you know, interaction. Sure, you need to get Kong to the center of the Earth. To the the upside down. To the upside down world. Middle Earth. Um. Oh, so anyway, yeah. was anyone else like that? That part was like, I think both my favorite and least favorite. If that makes sense, it was my favorite. Doesn't it made no sense? It, <laughs> it was my favorite because it was visually. I thought, oh, that's pretty Very interesting. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. I, I love what they did. I'm like, uh, Hollow Earth theory is is like uh, something that's been floating around uh, recently. Like a lot of people are like. Picking up on that theory for some reason, and are, are they the flat earthers? They're now honestly, got, they've got to be related. They've got to be, you know, or at least <laughs> wait, that on, doesn't make sense. I know that doesn't make any sense. So wait, it's, hold on. It's related yes. in that they hate each other. I'm, I assume they're mortal enemies. It's the same person. That came up <laughs> I hope with both so. Theories. I hope so. Uh, and then also, also, I won't say my least favorite part, but it's the part where I was just like, "What is happening?" Which, by the way, is kind of a. That's a good thing, I think, in a monster movie. You need sure. it was it was truly a moment of like at that point I was like, are they are they plugged into like a simulation? Is this whole thing a simulation? And I, like I went there for a second, I'm like, oh, that'd be wild if this whole thing is just being played out like in their brains. You know, is this like, like Inception? You had some grass or uh, uh, <laughs> it's something a little harder than that, I think. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Milk. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, it was yeah. What were we talking about again? Uh, just pointless, <laughs> pointless, <laughs> characters. Worst characters. pointless characters. And you went down to the Hollow Earth being your favorite and least favorite. Oh, okay. So why was right. it your least favorite? One of my least favorite part? You said it was both your favorite and your least favorite part. What about the Hollow Earth made it your least favorite part? Uh, uh, just because of the confusion. Like, uh, uh, in that moment, I was just like, I really don't understand what's happening right now. You know, the initial, like, what? I think uh, Michael was here, our producer, and I like, turned to him, and I was like, what is happening right My now? favorite part with the Hollow Earth was they had to go <laughs> to, what, Antarctica or some weird-ass cold place yeah. that had a facility built yes. that they punched through with Kong just flying through the air. Then they hit this, like, weird liquid stargate barrier <laughs> yeah. thing, and then whatever. Yeah. But then to leave, right. Mecha Godzilla or no, Go- Godzilla. No, Godzilla had 
dug all the way there very, very quickly. Using his fire breath. And, and they could just fly up there in, you know, a matter of seconds. Yeah. I, that, to me, was the best part where that makes no sense. The, if that you is think about the movie too hard, none of it makes sense. You actually start hurting your brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, like, like our producer just said. Very eloquently. Monsters fighting monsters. I, but uh, I just wish they didn't half-ass and try <laughs> to explain it, because that's what they, sure. they try to do with the human elements. Just, like, lean into the chaos all the way and just yeah. get rid of the humans and have it be a rom-com between Godzilla and Kong. And, like, they used to be lovers, and now one's They're scorn, jilted lovers, huh? And... <laughs> you could just do it with like facial expressions and like you know nice little thing. You know they actually did Music. a they did a decent job like trying to give characterization to Kong. Kong um, had an interesting soundtrack. You know, like they he had a very <laughs> yeah. weird soundtrack. Yeah. We, like, it wasn't weird. It like, was interesting. You hear the the songs, and you're like, yeah, huh. okay, yeah. He's like, you know, it was just like this. You know, it's it's, it's mm. great. Uh, one of yeah, the other action here. One of the other things, like RC, this is what the fourth part, third part. You could say no idea. In whatever point. fourth. This fourth yeah, because you had the two Godzilla movies, the Kong movie, yep. now this. When you look back at the other two Godzilla films, though, and maybe I'm high on my horse because I watched the Zack Snyder cut way too many fucking times <laughs> for my own oh, you sanity. Want, you, want a, you want a longer cut of Well, my, my, my big Godzilla thing is, like, Kong. if you go back and remember those two films, they did really good. The first one did a really good job of building the anticipation of this you know, creature, this, this yeah. Godzilla, not showing him all the time, just showing pieces, longer shots. The second one did a really, really good job of just making these, like, big, epic, wide, open shots of these monsters fighting. This one was just very kind of like, let's stick a fucking GoPro on them and let them beat the crap out of each other. Yeah. Yeah. The audience would love that. And I have to wonder, you know, if Zack Snyder was in charge... <laughs> if Zack Snyder was in charge, it would be a very different I movie. I can't even say what it's They were both yelling at each other about Martha, and that's what how they would unite against to oh kill Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> oh I did like, like, I guess the one positive... Oh, spoilers, by or the way. Funny, <laughs> or funny <laughs> thing <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> with Mecha Godzilla was he, the... the the robot's like actual kind of look was kind of uh, very reminiscent of what you would you would get in the old Japanese Godzilla films, where it looked a little kind of goofy in For terms sure. of how he was set up and designed, which I thought was like a nice little throwback. Did you guys like the? Uh, I already know the answer to this. Did you guys like the plot point that um, it, it 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 the Ghidorah skull um, gained consciousness and ejected the human driver? You know, and it was like half AI. The human driver, by the way, is all related to another character from the first two Godzilla movies. Um, oh, the the older um, the oh, older guy, Ken Watanabe. Yeah, yes, Ken yeah, that's his son. Oh, I, I didn't know. That. Why is he working for a bad company? Wait, why? Well, because they didn't explain it. Because plot points don't. <laughs> when was that established? Are you making this if up? If you read, if you read the credits and you read the character descriptions, it's like this is this guy's son, and they do have you, the same. Do you know how name. I found out? So before we started this pod, uh, honest trailers from Screen Rant, they did nice. a whole thing and they brought it up. And I was like, wait. What? Yeah. Oh, that would have yeah. been cool. So honestly, pro- that was probably this, cut. This probably movie cut. needs a Zack Snyder like level <laughs> no, cut so we can no. get the <laughs> real human elements. We can't start doing Zack Snyder cuts that for every stuff, movie. So all that stuff, all the stuff we have qualms with, was probably explained and they cut it. Well, like to to the whole like we are kind of joking with the Zack Snyder stuff, but like uh, Millie Bobby Brown's character, Kyle Chandler's character, you know, they went through a very traumatic thing in the last film, and they're. In, they're not utilized at all, right? They're just there to be. Did they like, even reference the mom once? 
They did. They, in, the intro, in the intro, in the intro, they reference times. it. There's a, oh, the, the characters meet her. They're like, "Oh, you're her daughter." Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. But Russell beyond that, her. there's not like a whole lot there because honestly, what it feels like, you know, the studio was like, "We need some recognizable characters from the last film to make it feel connected." Yeah. And then she can run off and do something, and then whiskey will save the day. Yeah. Well, I, I'm. Or whatever he was drinking. Not it was it was some type of whiskey. Was it it was whiskey or was yeah. it tequila? Maybe vodka. He was probably the best character. Yeah, he was he was. Definitely I like the fact the that it was they were making fun of podcasts. That was pretty funny, honestly. Making fun of podcasts. Yeah, like he's a, a he's, he's a, a podcaster. He's an apex yeah, employee. They were making fun of podcasts. How that's how it works. Yeah, I just love that person in the band. I, I just love he's like I'm an anonymous <laughs> person, but I'm not shielding my voice at all while I do these podcasts. And but a, nobody knows who I am. And a 15, 16-year-old girl can figure out who I am. Good job. She's smart. She has, she has smart parents. And she mean? has some experience. And I mean, she, she probably a, has she, the worst parents. She had, a high school, she had a high school friend who could bribe a guy at a Home Depot store, essentially. Yes. Or a Home Depot type of store. Yeah, it was about, well, that's not that's not how it works. Plot points, guys. Plot points. It was a movie. It was a movie. Uh, so, one thing that was a big surprise... The box office numbers. So this obviously opened, oh. I believe, in theaters first by a day. Maybe something like something that. Something along the lines. But either way, it was, for the most part, a simultaneous release between uh, in theaters in the continental U.S. and then obviously on the HBO Max platform. We watched on the HBO Max platform um, because I wasn't going to go spend $20 to see this in a movie theater. But other people 17. did. Other people did across I the country. I did. Um, it rang... It, Last time I checked, over the opening weekend, it was around forty-eight million. Correct for the box office in China, it was seventy. Um, maybe because Hong Kong was being destroyed. Anywho, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna glaze oh, over that. Oh <laughs> no! How dare you? Oh. So, um, <laughs> but does that surprise anyone? Especially like no, with the period it's, that it's we're actually, in, and it's actually super comparable to the numbers that the second Godzilla movie made, which is actually fascinating because like there wasn't a pandemic back then, so like. The movie is doing really well financially. Because everyone thinks it's over. Everyone's ready to get back to real life. That's why yeah. we're having a third wave. I'm wondering, so. though, if it got a boost because it's like one of, like, more more states are opening up. More theaters are doing the social distancing practice. More people are vaccinated. I'm wondering if it, because I was even considering to go and yeah. see, pay money and see for a hot second. Yeah. For a hot second. A friend so. of the pod TD ended up renting out a theater and seeing it. By himself. Please say it was just by himself. I think it was him amazing. and his girlfriend. Oh, that would be it would have been better epic. if it was by himself. Oh. She's like, no, yeah. I got to go by myself. To yeah, yeah. Or this. she's just like, I'm not seeing this. Uh, but like, I, w- okay. I will say, Smart. yeah, it is interesting, you know, with the with the world opening back up. I think people are, like, legitimately done. I mean, if you, like, baseball started last week, and if you see, like, the Texas Rangers games, they're completely full, yeah. completely sold out. People next to each other, like, it's no masks. Uh, so open yeah, se- it's open season. You know, it'll be interesting to see box office numbers for these blockbusters as we go on in the months because they'll get better, better. I think they're going to return to some type of normalcy. What's going to be interesting is how do they judge this as a success or a failure, right? Because the you know the the director and the producer of these movies have talked about like they're now at a real crossroads with their whole monster verse. They were building up to this event, and then they're just kind of like, well, now it's really dependent on the audience wants more or not, and that's dependent on box, box office, office numbers, numbers and, yeah. and viewing numbers. So I'm I'm curious to see if, like, this is high enough for them to consider a sequel or if it's not. I personally think let it 
Just leave it. Leave it alone. <laughs> just move on. <laughs> Do something else. Please. <laughs> like that kid. Thank you. Like um, I don't like know. Like a mini Godzilla Focus and a baby like King Kong? Baby Kong? Depend- I'll hold this until we see the new Mortal Kombat film. But, like, that does well, and that's interesting. And maybe go back and look at older stuff from the 90s that was done goofy and now make it interesting. I don't know. I mean, Godzilla's always been to me, like, it's always been this fascinating kind of really cool idea thing. But then it's also tied to this kind of, like, goofiness of it's an individual in a suit (laughs) destroying a little play city, you know, along the lines of, like, Power Rangers and Megazords and all that fun stuff. So I don't know how serious and how... Like, when I heard, first heard the MonsterVerse, I, I laughed because I thought it was a joke. But I guess people are legit, legitimately interested. So. People, they, I mean, it's like it's like your horror fans. It's like your action yeah. movie fans. There's, there's a subset of people that really like monster movies. And, and you know, all about it. Um, you know, Pacific Rim crossing over is the next thing. You need you need the giant Jaegers now fighting the Godzilla. And well, King technically, Kong. with Mega Godzilla. It's kind of there. It's or, human control. It's human piloted. Well, so maybe that's how you like tie in the whole Jaeger program and and Pacific Rim's lore into that. You know, or they or they have to tr- unite with King Kong and Godzilla to fight the kaiju. Yeah, that, I mean, there is the Earth nef- protectors yeah. and the kaiju are aliens. Mm, right, that's true. There you you could. You could. Oh, that'd be cool. Bring all of Earth's monsters and yeah. fight the alien monsters. And that sounds that's great. Like Ghidorah, 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 chocolate, Ghidorah, Ghidorah. In um, it's an alien. Yeah. In Godzilla Two, is an alien from yeah. space. That's why it disrupted the whole Titan thing on Earth. So you could even say that he was like a precursor kaiju. He's the first kaiju. And then skip the machines and develop a serum to turn your human body into a giant Titan. That sounds like, a, the, 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 sounds like the new piece of what's happening with the Jurassic Park movies and what? dinosaur cross things. Excuse with DNA, me? With human DNA. What? Please tell me this. Oh, that was in the Jurassic World. The newest oh, Jurassic, oh, Park. Oh, the latest oh, Jurassic yeah. World movie. They made like a little girl out of the dinosaur cloning thing. Materials. But she, she's like part dinosaur. Or oh, kind of I, never, I didn't see that. You didn't miss anything. You it's sure? It's fine. It's not, that sounds fun. Not yet. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, because we're trying to get this thing going here, let's ask that question. Oh, shit. <sighs> Krishna, you get to start it off. Oh, yeah. Nice. Arjuna, was Godzilla versus Kong bad? Yes, it was bad. Oh, you just said it was good. <laughs> you said yes. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, it was not good. Uh, despite the action sequences being good, I think there's just too much... Bad stuff with the plot and the <laughs> human stuff to, to make it enjoyable enough for me. I wanted, all I wanted was <laughs> Kong and Godzilla to beat the shit out of each other. And for they two did. Hours. For two hours. No, you would I get, you would get, set, you would be sick of it. I didn't get enough of that. <sighs> I no. understand wanting more of that. So, yeah. It was, uh, yeah. And I just didn't like some of, I, I kind of also didn't like how they utilized Godzilla. Like, clearly Kong was like the main protagonist and like, Godzilla was just kind of this like thing, and I also thought like the explanation of him like going bad and attacking was just kind of stupid. And um, I thought Mecha Godzilla was cool, but just you know ultimately wasted. Like there should have been more with the fight between the three of them, and it was like three minutes at the end of the day. I'm just like, well, come on, like that's not that great. Just you know, what what is this? What is this? <laughs> uh, anyway, Ravity was uh, Godzilla versus Kong. No, it was a <laughs> predictable <shocked>. pile <laughs> of shit. 
<laughs> You're a predictable pile of shit. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Um, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. Kindly go fuck yourself, sir. I'm just kidding. Everything Arjuna said plus more, which is it was just predictable as f. Like they're all predictable. even from the trailer. You know, you, just, you know you, how you every just, monster movie is I going know, to I end. I know, I know, but like the marketing <laughs> the around fuck? it, where it's like Godzilla versus Kong, is like motherfucker. We know that they're gonna team up. Like, <laughs> shut up. I mean, we we did um, the last Godzilla movie, and I think I made the prediction that they would team up but then like godzilla would die and kong would become the new like king of the titans that would have been more interesting didn't have crap yeah we have another they can make a movie about that i think this is the first of a five-part trilogy god no christian was godzilla (laughs) versus kong good (laughs) and the most amazing work of art you have seen to date uh so it was good. <laughs> the yep, just, this is ju- all one question. Justice League is the most amazing piece of art I've seen today. No. You mean the Josh Whedon version? <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course. Get out. No, uh, it was good. It was a fun monster movie. This one had a truly like WTF moment for me, which I think it's hard to do in a monster movie. What, the Hollow Earth? Yeah, the Hollow Earth. I was like, wow, that's. I thought that was different. Um, like it wasn't I'm just the level of stupid that did it for you, where you're like, wow, why am I watching this? Uh, it's a monster movie. There has to be a level of stupid. It's like me liking Triple Frontier. It's like me liking Commando. Christian, or I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna liking say, Commando. I'm gonna say or something. Or Rocky Four. Hold on, right? listen. These are bad movies Christian, that I think are good. Rocky Four. Rocky is Four is not a bad movie. movie. Rocky Four is a great movie. Rocky Four is actually a terrible movie when it's you America watch it. It's America versus Russia. That stuff is oh hilarious. God. <laughs> Real quick, I'm gonna Never. say this. this is amazing. I'm gonna say this to you. Listen, I. Find Triple Frontier more interesting than whoever the fuck Godzilla vs. Kong. I don't believe you. I disagree with that. I I don't believe you. I don't believe you for a moment. I would rather I'll watch it right after. Well, I can't, but I would watch it after this. Oh, convenient. No, uh, it was good because it's a monster movie, and that's where I had my expectations, and uh, it delivered on what I wanted from a monster movie. I had low expectations. Stupid humans, same, and cool fights. I will say one of the parts I enjoyed the most was uh, when they're leaving Hollow Earth and the daughter is like evil and she flies and then Kong catches it and he, he kind of like comically like looks inside. Yeah. Like, whoop, whoop, and then he just goes. You know, if you were in a theater, everyone would have been like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That you know it. You know part. they would have. That was a, that was a good part. The theater, the theater experience, I think, for this movie would actually be like comparable to Snakes on a Plane. Yeah, it would have made it more enjoyable. Because people sure. haven't been to a theater in so yeah, long. yeah. This would have been so exciting to see in a theater because people would have been like, <sighs> yeah, th- certainly the theater experience would have helped with this. They just yeah. need more of those moments of the humans dying, honestly. I think yeah. that's what would And happened. then uh, yeah, what's that true. band that sings the song, The Humans Are Dead? Humans? Flight of the Concords. Ah, Flight re- of the Concords. Remember them yeah. from HBO? Ah, uh, yes. The um, New Zealanders. Yes. New, New Zealanders. Zealanders. Hey, we had a character from New Zealand in this. We did. Yeah, he was he, he was uh, he was in Deadpool. I, it took me a moment to recognize. He's also in Hunt That's for the Wilder People. That's who he is. He's okay. the little kid from okay. Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. Deadpool Two. We yeah, we're talking Julian Den- Dennison. Yeah, yes, he's a Taika. Oh, he's a Taika oh. Watiti. That's right. Um, what was the what was the movie? The Hunt for the Wilder People. That's I've still little, need to see that. He's the I need to watch boy. it. I need to watch it. Yeah. I think that's his. I don't know if that's his acting debut or if it was like his oh, breakout no. role. Um, Sad movie, but it was. Uh, oh no! I think it was. Yeah, I think that was his big debut. That his is big, his yeah. big, his big break. His big break. Yeah. Speaking of big breaks, Disney once again has struck gold with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Why do you sound like a fifties news <laughs> broadcaster? Hello and welcome. I'm Ravi Ramgopal. I'm Arthur, <laughs> and this is the five o'clock news. So Falcon Winter Soldier, we just wrapped up. What was it episode f- three? 
Uh, Halfway through. Uh, the, the, the episode that we all knew was coming, though I don't think we knew it was coming like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know we're not doing one-word impressions, but my one-word impression for this episode is disjointed. I think that was my first, the first word that came to mind after watching it because I was truly like... Which part? Oh, <laughs> the whole thing. The whole episode, I was like, what is... It was like, it was like take Hollow Earth... <laughs> and apply that to the entire episode. I Can was we like, talk what about is Zemo's happening right like now? complete change? One eighty. I don't <laughs> totally like it. I it's hate weird. it. It's, it's it's it makes no sense. He if, was if you watch his yeah. character from Civil War and then you pick up right after this, you'd be like, that's not the same character. It's, it's a not, different yeah. character. Now, do we know? Did he get blipped or was he around for the five years? I don't think they've. I don't think I mean, they they there's no concrete answer. Right? Maybe there was a throwaway line in there yeah. uh, about it, the yeah. blip, but I don't. It doesn't come to the top of mind. I just I agree with you completely where it's like you had such an interesting crazed character in Civil War where vengeful very vengeful very methodic in terms of what he's doing and now you get this serious this weird guy who turns out to be rich. you know I'm rich slash Batman rich. I read a great article that's like he they're trying he's kind of like the Marvel version of Batman in, if you think about it way. like he's this rich guy who has a vengeance and is like a vigilante kind of yeah. maybe. You know, it's it's very strange what they've done with the character. Yeah. Like he, so he was in the military, but he was rich, and even though he was rich, his family like still died in the Sokovia stuff. But he couldn't get them to like further safety with his like money. money. And, and then not only that, confusing. and then not only that, he's so like connected in the underworld. Yeah. Um, to like when did that come? Like if where you think did about, that happen? If you think about the timeline, right? Yeah. Like he was a Sokovian soldier, and within twelve months is the Civil War stuff. So. And then he for fought, you know, for X Why amount would a of years, be a soldier? He's, in, he's in jail. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, how, maybe, when did he create all of this? They're retconning a lot with this character. Maybe a it's, ton. maybe, <laughs> like, obviously he's a baron, which usually means that he's a person, obviously, with power and wealth and all that. Yeah, why would he be a soldier? Well, why similar to, like, the, the royal family where the sons go and Fair serve enough. X amount of time, it could be something similar there. Military service. Right? Do, Just, do your military you got, you service. Do yeah. Do it could be something like that. All right. But... Yeah, I don't know. The the weird uh, club sequences. All strange. Very, very yeah. bizarre. Uh, it's, 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 like, it's, a whole, it's a whole gift now. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? twisting my fucking arm. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, th- I think take take him from the take him from so, uh, Civil War, you know, where his whole thing is like, I'm going to destroy the Avengers to... <laughs> like, wh- something happened in the five years. They've drugged him. Or well, it's more than five years, right? Because it's like the two or three true. years or from Civil War to oh, good point. Infinity War, and then the five-year blip. So it's been like seven, eight so, years. So I, I, I guess so. To play devil's advocate, maybe sure. that's enough time for someone to change. Um, it's just we need to know maybe more information on I've been, what caused I've that change. I've been blessed to not have you know lost my entire family. Yeah, that's true. You know, like I think most people in the world. I don't know though if seven years would be enough time for me to, to get over it. To get over it, I would still <laughs> and like, do this. And to like do this in a club, like, and then or also to also to work with someone who yeah. you you slightly blame, like Falcon is a is an Avenger, yes. yeah. or so he says he is. Whatever the hell that means in this world doesn't mean anything. But he was also there. He is somewhat, you know, you could argue he's he somewhat responsible for everything that happened. So I don't. I mean, unless he's playing some long weird con game, that that might be. So that that's it just occurred to me, like just just to to maybe play the other side. Um, if they comes out and this whole thing is like an elaborate act and all of a sudden he turns back, 
into, like at a switch, like turns back into that Civil War character and just wrecks them, like in the next three episodes, I'd be like, oh, well, well done. Well, that's a central question for the show right now, right? Everyone wants to know who exactly is the power broker. And there's a lot of theories out there. You know, people are like, maybe it's Zemo himself. Maybe this is uh, an elaborate ploy. Some people think it's uh, Sharon, right? Agent 13, who reappeared in this episode as well. Some people think it's, uh, maybe it's, for some reason, the new Captain America, Wyatt Russell's character. Maybe it's Thunder, old good old friend Thunderbolt Ross, the, the general from Civil War and the Incredible Hulk. Or maybe it's somebody else. You know, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the power broker. <laughs> Do you think we have Marvel theory um, fatigue? fatigue after WandaVision? Because I said to Christian, like, we on this podcast, when WandaVision was going on, we were doing it every single week. Yeah. This time around, we haven't really done every single episode right afterwards. We're kind of spacing it out a little, a little bit. Sure. But because of that, like, Friday rolled around. Like, I didn't wait up till midnight. I didn't. I didn't bother watching the episode until much, much later in the day. And even then, I was like, cool, let's throw it on. It's something to, to watch. And then we got this. And <laughs> based on this episode, like, I'm not super excited for next week. It's like, cool, I'll continue the story because I need to know something. But beyond <laughs> that, like, I'm just wondering if, like, with all the theories and everything that, that we poured into Division, we just kind of, sure. like, hurry up for the story, show us whatever, don't really well, care. Well, I think you're also like getting to the point now where WandaVision was something that was so different from the MCU, and this is more or less back to what we're a little bit more used to, right? This very much feels like a, you know, there's a lot of um, Winter Soldier and Civil War type of vibes that you get with this show. It's not kind of off the wall like WandaVision, or even like with Loki trailers dropping, like that looks extremely different from stuff that you've gotten before. This is just like more or less the the same thing that you just always see. And I think that's part of the issue with this show. I think, like, this, like, idea with the power broker and, like, who is the power broker and the mystery, I also wonder if that now goes into the habit of, like, the Disney Plus viewing experience. Now, you go back all the way to The Mandalorian, right, of, like, who is Baby Yoda, right? Or, like, who is the Jedi that Baby Yoda's going to train with? Or, like... Who is like? Is it Mephisto or is it you know is is John Krasinski showing up in Wandavision? I think like people now are like kind of getting the idea of like maybe Marvel and and Star Wars and Disney are putting in these like overarching mysteries to kind of keep you hooked, almost like the old um, when Doctor Who came back in 05. Remember there was always like a keyword or a mystery that would yeah. kind of drive you through the season. Bad Wolf and like the bees have disappeared. It's almost like their version of that's what they're doing with these Marvel shows. And, like, I think maybe us and maybe others, too, are, like, eh, and, the, like, the, the, for, this, for this situation, it's not really that interesting to me. But I don't know. Maybe, like, maybe that's the, the vibe I get. Hmm. I think it goes – I think it honestly comes back to the fatigue. I mean, we're going nonstop Marvel almost every single week until this – wonderful year end for the rest of our lives not but just yeah, i mean the way i mean <laughs> they have that somebody, somebody said that uh, about our podcast they were like was it good has done so much marvel and star wars and disney content and you know i don't think that's a fault of us it's just they are pumping out so much freaking content like holy f word but i do wonder at some point is it going to be okay enough is enough i don't really care i'll wait till the whole thing is done i'm gonna go throw picard on because you know, fucking hate myself. 
<laughs> well, it's a banner year for Star Trek. There's the it's two two significant events that are celebrating its twentieth anniversary this year for Trek. So, which twentieth anniversary? Uh, May twenty third will be the twenty year anniversary of the series finale of Voyager. Wow! And September something is the twenty year anniversary of the premiere of everyone's favorite Star Trek show, Star Trek Enterprise. Oh my God! That, <laughs> is oh that wow. old? Yeah, yeah. It premiered into one. I Fuck. feel stupid the, old now. The transition of from Star Trek from the old TNG generation because I think Nemesis came out in O two. Yep. But then that was like the last movie until the JJ reboot, and then Enterprise was like that weird in between show that like kind of killed Star Trek TV show until Discovery in twenty seventeen. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh boy! Um, obviously, there we're halfway through the season of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Does anyone want to update or change any kind of bold predictions that they have for the show so far? What was Mephisto mine? is the power broker now. Shut, <laughs> shut up! Um, let me just uh, see what mine was real quick. Oh, it's not in here. Um, no, no. Okay. I think I think that uh, um, uh, the new. <laughs> Captain America yep. is bad. Not bad, <laughs> but he will be end up being outside of the law. Here, yeah. Here's my bold oh, prediction. Gosh. Old man Steve Rogers is the power broker. He stuck around because he's just bored with his fucking well, life. That's a good one. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to fuck all this shit up. And new Captain America, who everyone's like, he's a fucking dick. I hate that guy. He's actually a good guy. And he's going to be the one to take Steve Rogers down. That's my bold prediction. That's a good one. That's a good one. My bold prediction is by the, end of, by the end of the year, when multiple Marvel Disney Plus shows have come out, Falcon and the Winter Soldier will be the least memorable slash liked. Well, besides this one, what's le- there's Loki, Loki that's coming out, um, which we're about to get to. I believe What If, the animated show, is coming out this year. I'm already. I'm going to call it right now. What If is by far probably the superior of all of these shows. Probably for you, for someone like you, I bet you like it a lot. Yeah, like you people. I think you, well, I think you would like it a lot, a too. sweatshirt-wearing people? <laughs> you Grand Canyon lovers. Uh, yeah, I think Miss Marvel and Hawkeye could potentially come out this year, but I don't think those have been confirmed. Are those shows? Yes, specifically to be oh. coming out this year. I hope they don't. I'm, I need to Someone break. in the comments uh, says Hawk Hawkeye guy. is probably the Hawk guy. <laughs> Hot guy? Hawk guy. I don't get it. Anyway, we will definitely be doing a season finale or the Disney Plus event wrap-up of the Falcon Winter Soldier when that uh, ends. Um, but in the meantime, we were uh, exposed. Yes, I'm going to say exposed. To we COVID. were exposed to a Loki trailer. <laughs> a low-key, low-key trailer. A low-key, <laughs> low-key trailer. Uh, let's just run around the room real quick and do just your one-word impression of the trailer. Ooh. Christian, you just watched it, yeah. so I feel like yours is fresh in your mind, so go. Um, it's a two-word uh, reaction. Let's hear it. Crime drama. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I should Actually, I'm going to call it crime cop. Crime <laughs> cop. No, um, I, I just got, I got hard, like, interdimensional crime drama. Uh, vibes from it, which is awesome. Um, I think Owen Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston are going to be incredible opposite each other. As yes. you know, this uneasy, uh, you know, cop duo. You know, as they as they go, um, as they, you know, do what it is. Is this Owen doing. Wilson's comeback? Uh, he never went anywhere. He was just lying in wait for this. Um, <laughs> I, I will say this as well, and we, this is interesting. Uh, we figured out the time. We're in the timeline. Which Loki this is, and this is going to be a, you know, the non-reformed version 
of Loki. Which so is, yeah, this which version is cool. of Loki is a bit. He's going to be an asshole, basically. Yeah. So he hasn't lost his mom. He hasn't lost his father. Um, Asgard hasn't been destroyed. He still hates Thor. Still hates Thor, Thor with a passion. Um, so be, we'll it's going to be fun. It's we'll, going to be fun. We've seen with these Marvel shows that Marvel is uh, maybe not as sticky to the continuity as we would like to think. So maybe they'll just what change makes you, their what mind. Makes, what makes you say that, Juna? <coughs> Zemo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zemo. <laughs> Please stop it. Please stop it. Does this make you uncomfortable, Arjuna? It does. Just <laughs> how floppy your arm is. With <laughs> you. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't oh, like no. it. Uh, my one word impression for Loki, oh, sure. the trailer, is going to be hype. Oh, that's Ooh, very close to you mine. Hyped? That was very close I, to I, You hype? I'm not saying that I'm hyped. I think it's a very yeah. well put together trailer. It does a lot of mystery. There's a lot of, ooh, what's going on? Ooh, mystery, mystery. And also humor. Ton I, of humor. Ton of humor, but Which more humor from like people reacting to it. Yeah. So a lot of people are doing their like trailer breakdowns. Oh my and God. one that I thought was hilarious was... I guess there's a shot where there looks like there's a red-headed woman in like a weird kind of like mystery place. And people, some people are like, oh, that's Natasha. And somebody out on TikTok is like, oh, yeah, that's uh, Natasha Boner. Oh, my God. Similar to uh, what's his face yeah, from yeah. Uh, Wonder Vision. Ralph Boner. Ralph Boner, where yeah. it's Little like. Ralph. And then, you know, there's tons of people that are going, oh, Mephisto's this, there's that. And it's like, wait, it's they're building doing this hype yeah. of like, you know, of, of diving in, breaking everything down. Um, they're part of the culture. Is they're very the much part of the culture. culture now. Think about the Star Wars culture, though. It's the same thing. Like, oh it, yeah, big time. Oh, yeah. Or all of that stuff. Um, I'm exhausted just, you know, listening to you two. I, uh, I can't even imagine millions of people. <laughs> you know, what we should do <laughs> real quick. We should like pick like a like a, a normal movie, like a drama film or something, I mean, and we, we should do, do a that. we should do a trailer breakdown shot by shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. So but you yeah, see yeah, here, yeah, yeah. he's crying. And my theory is <laughs> his tears will lead to him drawing Excalibur oh out of God. this pillow that they showed in the 34 yes. second we, we And it should be a one-off, like a non-franchise movie. Yeah. Like a, we should totally do that. It'll be amazing. Let's do it for M. Night Shyamalan's next film. No, oh, because he no, no, because, because 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 his movies might be in a connected universe. Oh, like, God. That, that, that already exists. Well, Those theories exist. Yeah. You can't do an M. Night Shyamalan yeah, we can. movie. Sorry. Ebony Shamalama Ding Dong. Yeah, you can't do that. My guy. one word impression was going to be uh, overhyped because oh. I already feel oh. like I have Overdrive. overhyped the show in my own mind because it, it is really well done. I am very excited for the Loki is one of my favorite MCU characters, yeah. especially this version. Like, I feel like what they did with him in the later movies where they made him like more sympathetic was like kind of boring. Like, I always thought the early Loki was just way more interesting. So it's kind of fun to see that. I think Owen Wilson looks great in this. And, um, but I, I already almost feel like I've overhyped the show now in my own mind. So I want to kind of temper my expectations a little. But it looks real slick. It looks really cool. Um, it just looks like it's going to be like something that's fun and a little bit different than what we have come to expect from the standard MCU um, fair. And, and one thing, now that I'm thinking about it, when you compare like WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier and even Loki, is like part of what made WandaVision good was they let Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany, like, shine as actors a little bit. They really made it something about the characters. They haven't really done that with Falcon and Winter Soldier. They haven't really allowed Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan to, like, shine as actors. They've just kind of put them in another, like, Marvel fair where they're just running around. I don't, I don't know about that. I mean, episode everything. two and some of the, the things that were brought up there. Yeah. You know, it's definitely stuff with, like, the black Captain America. Sure. You know, I, I to, to me, we got, like, 
good kind of like response and acting from Anthony Mackie. For sure. Sebastian Stan, though, I think has been, uh, and I don't know if it's the character, but he has been somewhat kind of flat. Yeah. That's, times, that's, that's, that's but who I think the that is the is character is like yeah. still figuring himself out. Well, I, I, hopefully that leads to an uh, outburst of emotion. They've shown, they've shown small moments of the characters. I just wish they had been, they ha- would have been more like, and I think part of like the disappointment with episode three is just, it's kind of the standard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of stuck part of the standard, like Marvel stuff, like reintroducing old characters and, and remixing them. Like they changed up Zemo, but we didn't even mention like Sharon, like she's a different character as well from like her last appearance. They like, explained it that she's been on the run. Okay. You know, they oh, cool. That. Like one line. Well, it also it. sounds like she's been there for f- seven years yeah. on the run, essentially. Yeah. But which will do things, I think. So. Yeah. So. But hopefully it looks like maybe they're going to let Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson like really kind of act. Um, <laughs> maybe that'll be maybe that'll make it a better show. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, it looks good. It looks nice. good. It does. It, yeah. Either way, it's a it's something different, right? It's different from Falcon. It's different from One Division. It's different from a lot of things. So we'll definitely give it obviously a try and see see what we get from there. And I think with that, that is everything. Wow. We did it. We are under an hour. Yeah. Pat myself on the back there. The goal is 45. We are over 45. Nope, I said an hour. You we, you said 45. If you if you keep talking, we'll, we'll get to it. Cushion, do hour. the dance. Let's do it. Keep the table. Do the dance as we the close dance. it out here. As always, <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Was It Good, on Instagram at Was It Good BTM, on Twitch. We do the podcast live every Monday and Friday on twitch.tv slash Was It Good. If you join us there, you can see the weird uh, visuals that we do, like dancing like idiots. <laughs> uh, also, have a YouTube channel. Definitely check that out. Website is wasitgood.info. Krishna is working on the newsletter, and it's coming shortly. I Our next that po- to still be a bit. <laughs> Maybe Our next be. podcast is definitely going to touch <laughs> upon Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Episode 4, and perhaps another piece of content. Definitely follow us along Twitter to find out what that is. Maybe we'll do a poll. There you go. Goodbye.